Greetings. Before we get started, the Whole Ugly Truth crew wants to thank you very much for helping us to keep our show going. Despite their awesomeness, Jamie and Paula are not radio DJs, professional comedians, or celebrities. So it's only by your loyalty and sharing the show that the ugly truth continues to grow. So thanks, honorary Uggs, or hugs as we like to call you. We really appreciate the support. And now, on with the show. You love them because they remind you of your sisters and BFFs, assuming they're a little twisted, too. It's the Uggs. Jamie? Would you let an armless man lay on top of you and wiggle? And Paula? I think I'm going to be bisexual this summer. I don't know. Uncensored as always, it's time for The Ugly Truth. It is The Ugly Truth, episode 117. Guess what, everyone? <laughs> Paula Bobala is back. Hey, Paula. Hey, Paula. It's your birthday. Oh, no, it's not your birthday, but don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. I don't, that's literally the only lines I know to that, other than Mama said, knock you out. Oh, <laughs> those are the only things I, it's like that's the beginning line of that LL Cool J song. And I sound so Caucasian <laughs> right now. I can definitely not go on the Today Show with a perm and say that I was black. Well, I was just ever. going to say that. These past three weeks, I've had some self-reflection time and, yes. uh, you know, I was coloring the other day and I realized <laughs> I was leaning more towards the yellow crayon than oh. other crayons. So I'm now identifying myself as a Japanese woman. So now you're Japanese. You can call me Sun Yu. Okay. Yeah. I'm going <laughs> to right. dye my hair black. Konnichiwa. And start taking it in the ass. So there you go. God. Well, that's one way to get a man. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> Isn't so, that absolutely ridiculous, that lady? I don't know what's going on, but watching that thing, watching this, I'm, and I'm watching it lazily because I'm, I'm just not that interested in crazy people because I have enough crazy people in my life. I don't need to go out seeking it out. But she's a little odd, for sure. Definitely. And what I said last week was... There are definitely people who are definitely not Latin or black or Asian or whatever culture it is, but they love the culture. So they start dressing and maybe sure. talking and wear their makeup and and they just be, love being absorbed in that culture. She just took it to the next level, unfortunately, you know, a, a couple levels. <laughs> yes. Very strange. And like she said, her story yesterday when she was on TV, when she said that she had a quote unquote intimate friendship with this black man who was a friend or a teacher or I don't even know who he was but she just started just telling everybody that was her dad and I'm I'm thinking okay I don't know what happened to you at some point where now you're super like sure that you're black but you know there's something weird there and what's worse is her her, her white parents are like the literally the worst human beings on the planet <laughs> I mean they're so awful She's a liar. She's still lying. And I'm like, what? Well, Ever. they must be racist is the only thing I can think of. That is exactly what I said. So this must be like some sort of retaliation. Rebellion. But what mm -hmm. I can't stand it about her is, is that, I mean, every word out of her mouth is basically a lie. Like she, she cannot keep her story straight and like there was a second interview today with I her and savannah, with savannah. Gu guthrie and savannah's like so have you done anything to yourself to you know 
make yourself look appear different and she's just like no i haven't done any like you know pigment alterations or blah 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 so i mean sounds like something she's researched but um she says but you know (laughs) i might do like a you know just a bronzer to give myself a glow or something i'm like a bronzer glow (laughs) i'm like there's there's one thing to do like a bronzer and there's another thing to go down like you know six shades in your foundation and right do from you know boob to forehead well listen every she can go around saying that she's a black woman but the reality is is that her hairdresser knows otherwise she is her own hairdresser oh of course well you know why because someone called her out on it at one point and said um honey you don't have an afro what do you want us to do with this yeah no she admitted that she's wearing a weave which by the way i don't is a weave just a wig yeah, it's just sewn into your hair. It's like okay, having extensions. Okay, okay yeah, because she's done dreadlocks. She's done. Yeah, I've seen the, weave, the photos of her modeling. Um, and she, what else has she done? She's got, oh, and this was the other thing. She admitted today that she's also bisexual. And so oh. I'm just like, you're just a hot mess, aren't you? You know what? Honestly, Paula, why haven't we seen this woman on TLC? <laughs> I mean, she needs, she's a walking reality show. Literally. Because it's, it's like, it's like bad reality. You know, it's not, it's not good reality. Yeah. Oh, because having a morbidly obese hog of a woman with white trash kids was not a hot mess. Well, I, I mean, my God. All I'm saying TLC is... TLC just didn't get to I, her in time. I never watched that show. Me either. And if I have friends that watch that show, I'm going to have to really seriously reconsider our friendship. You're going to have to weigh your options. That could be a deal breaker. That it's That's just it's one of the awful. things where I'll be like, I really thought I knew you. And, you know... It's like I can I can accept the fact that you want to watch uh, gypsies Brain. and uh, polygamists, but I don't <laughs> right. think Honey Boo Boo is where I draw the line. No, I'm sorry. Like, I have no problem with my 600 pound life because well, it profiles because, you know, there's <laughs> medical procedures involved. It's educational. Yes. You right? know, that's but different. just watching, you know, any podunk family in Arkansas is, I, I don't get it. <sighs> I don't either. Um, so, you know, Godspeed, Rachel, whatever your name is, I, I hope you it get sounds, the help that you it need. It sounds French, too. I it, mean, it's very odd. And, you know, the thing is, she was such an ugly white person on top of it. She was so, like, I, I think she's actually really pretty, but. Uh, she's pretty now, but I mean, she just. But okay, she does. But she doesn't look black. No, she doesn't. She her doesn't features look are very, you know, she's very Caucasian. Very Caucasian. They're very I, softened, and you know, yes. she looks just tan. And she looks like the the tan lady from Florida who just ta- tanning bedded herself to oblivion. Yeah, maybe she and maybe and I the mean, hair. My God, it's horrible. It's like the worst. I don't really know what that's all about, but it's I mean, it's a very strange curly you know what it's like an afroed version of kate goslin's hair back in the late 2000s when she didn't grow <laughs> oh, her hair out when yet. she did that thing in the back With that yeah. weird beaver butcher haircut Which yeah that's so many women did they it was oh, like God. it was like the old woman's rachel you know, the, are you, no it was the minivan mom revolution <laughs> they were just like oh we have our leader god everyone cut your hair ridiculous that's so anyway terrible. all right well welcome back I've missed you. As Thank you know, you. we've added a new element. Our sister Stephanie has stepped in and is very capably 
holding her own. Good, um, yes. You know, our little judgy sister. Offending just, you know. Just offending everyone. Just the small, <laughs> just the small few. But you know what? It's great to have a, new, a different perspective because then you get an idea of what our conversations look like and why they break down into fights after two hours because we're all so different, but we also are all the same. I mean, she says a lot of the things that, that we agree with as well, so. Well, and it's good because you guys also, you know, sometimes watch the same shows that i don't watch or whatever although right. you're totally on your own with like the game of thrones thing and all that stuff i know and that's fine because you know what and even daryl doesn't watch it so i literally I, I like have to seek out folks on facebook or something to find to well, find you don't people have to delve too far i mean there's a no. lot of our friends on there that you know right. i and and, yes. and here's the part is like i want to be in on you know like the shock of whatever happened, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't watch the show, but I was yeah. just like, I'm like, everyone's so astonished. It sounds so exciting. What is it? I don't get it, it. You know, it's a very good story and it's one of the best shows as far as production and the way it looks and the actors are really good and it's just a huge cast and it's beautiful and there's a little bit of magic in it. So that always keeps it far from realistic. Like you're seeing camelot or something so it's more like uh oh um the hobbit type movies yeah yeah but it's not as magic-y i mean there is magic they just don't really highlight that as much they just give you just enough like there's dragons and stuff they give you just enough to make you realize this isn't we're not watching like robin hood or something okay it's a because it's take it you know they live in castles and stuff so anyway but daryl doesn't watch it either and he just claims he doesn't have time, but I don't. I just don't think that that genre appear, appeals to him. I mean, he prefers wars, like World War II type stuff. You know, blow up car crashy things because he's a guy. And gosh, him and Ryan should get together and watch TV. Yeah, I mean, it's just not. You know, it's just not his cup of tea, and that's fine. But I, I take it to another level because I've read all the books too. So it's I'm really nerdy about it. And I love it. I just love it. And I actually like that I'm not surprised. Well, that's why you think you belong to those con places, but... (laughs) Well, I think we've all learned a lesson there. (laughs) Because you know it's coming back to Sacramento, Jamie. Yeah, I'm not going. I already told Daryl we're not doing it. I said, no, we're not going. We're just not going. I can't can't handle the the sweaty, black t-shirty people. (laughs) And it's like in July, so you know it's going to be really warm in there. So no, I can't. I just simply cannot do it. God, I feel bad for the famous the people stars. that have to go there <laughs> hey you know what they'll take anybody's 50 bucks for an autograph they don't care it doesn't i, it, I know I, though well, yeah, trust I me mean, they don't have like a little sign that says we have the right to refuse service no I mean, the, everybody's money is green walking I, up in birkenstocks and you know i mean the thing is is that those are the people that make them rich so they they're like yeah hell yeah i'll sign autographs for six hours i mean that's yes. Think about how much money they make sitting there in Sacramento it's in the true. heat. I guess I mean it's kind of like worth it. Selling their soul to the devil. But. You know what? I would or or the minions at least. It's like I mean <laughs> yeah, my minions. Really. You know, I mean I just if somehow you become a cult classic, you have to do it. Well, you know what I don't understand is there's these WWE star, they're twin sisters and they're mm-hmm. beautiful and they're going to be there. And I oh. and I don't understand why, but every year there is always some sort of WWE representative. You know, really? I think last I year remember. I think it was Sheamus or something like that. Oh yeah, and so I think I do remember that. They must be on the same lines. I don't really know. I don't know well, if it's just you know anything. They're caricatures, child's play, or dress up, or yeah, I, maybe. 
maybe it's the costume thing. I don't I don't really know, but it seems like they can they're somewhat interwebbed. Yeah. Um okay, so I have to tell you because this this just happened like less than 24 hours ago and I have okay. to tell you about it because I'm it it's one of the reasons why my eyes are like little slits right now. Okay. My air conditioner downstairs isn't working. Ooh, God. And the fan is running, but no air is coming through the ducts. Okay. And after uh, we turned, obviously I turned it off because I'm thinking, well, the motor works, but I don't want to burn anything out. You know, I've had my share of living in places where air conditioners stop working. And I know the first thing you do is don't turn it on if it's not working right. So I turn everything off. Daryl comes home and we were looking at it. I go, well, it's probably refrigerant or something like that because it's everything's still working we're just not getting air which means something's clogged or whatever and he's like okay so he goes well turn it on one more let me see because i thought i heard a weird noise so i turned it on and everything's working and there's just a little trickle of cold air coming through the vent all of a sudden i was like oh thank god that means it's probably the coils are frozen and it needs refrigerant or a charge or something right. so that's super easy and that's like maintenance stuff so our friends Pat and Julie know somebody who does side jobs for AC stuff. And so he's coming today after work to look at it. Well, it's Wednesday, which means for almost three days, I've had no air conditioner downstairs and it gets flipping hot in here. God. So it's been a nightmare. But at night, it's been like 55 degrees at night. So yeah. basically, we just open up all the windows at night with fans on and just blow out the hot air and cool the house down as much as possible and then really it doesn't get super bad until about four or five when it's the hottest in the day right here's the problem though daryl and i know this and we know we're running a risk that now bodega hasn't killed a skunk in over a year we have effectively eliminated the opportunities for him to do it we have gone through painful processes to ensure that a skunk can't get into this backyard at all right and we also do like repellent, all kinds of stuff. And so it's been over a year since he's killed his 13th skunk. Oh, no. So we opened up all the windows for the second night in a row. And we're like, oh, thank God. You know, not much of a breeze, but we've got the fans blowing. It'll be fine. We're getting it fixed tomorrow. No big deal. We can deal with it. We can deal with it for one day. We were in bed for 30 minutes. 30 minutes and the smell of skunk started wafting into our room upstairs and i said well it doesn't smell too bad but it woke us up out of a sleep and we stick our head out of our sliding glass window and we're like oh god that's the smell of death yep. that's not just a spray so we are like practically screaming through the house shut all the windows oh my shut god up. we couldn't believe it couldn't believe it he had killed a skunk by the front gate well he had taken it from the front gate so skunk was meandering around he pulled it f under the gate by the side of the garage which he's never done in his life oh pulled it okay violently <laughs> under the gate and then took it all the way to the other side of the yard where he has killed every skunk he's ever killed and proceeded to kill it over there so it literally the smell had surrounded our house well, right. like a freaking moat of odor because he had so done we, like 180 degrees basically in the was, backyard it was unbelievably bad and so we shut everything up but it's too late once you smell it it's too late no yeah you can't really i mean so daryl goes out there and it is so bad because it was a younger one it wasn't a big fat one it was a younger skunk so it literally just unloaded everything onto bodega trying to get away right so he had nothing left when he was killed he looked like 
a, a coonskin cap by the oh time Bodega God. was done with it. And so Daryl had to go out there. He goes, well, it was a young one. I'm like, yes, I can smell it. It definitely oh was. God. And the thing is, is once you clean a skunk up, so lucky number 14 is in the garbage bag. And once they're put away in the garbage and bagged and everything, it, the smell dissipates almost immediately outside. Well, but inside, it's everywhere. Right. So we have to open up all the windows again, fans everywhere. The garage was horrible because he had killed it over there. So Ugh. we had to open up the garage door. I mean, it was ridiculous. So by the time we got to bed, it was like, I don't know, almost 1231 a.m. Oh, my gosh. And Daryl has to get up at like four or five. He gets up at like five. And so we're now we're laying in bed and our faces are burning because the smell is everywhere. It won't leave the house. And so I'm finally, I fell asleep at some point, but I kept waking up because I kept thinking I smelled it again. Like yeah. somebody, like he had killed another one or right. something. So I haven't, I, I think I've had like three hours of sleep total, oh, which yeah. is a lot. Which is a lot, considering. I couldn't believe it. I said, so not only is our air conditioner broken, but Bodega has successfully bagged number 14 on the one night that we decided to leave all the windows open. I couldn't. It's just you can't even. I knew it. And you know what? We knew it. We knew it that we were risking it. I just just can't believe you guys have that many skunks. It's crazy. It It is freaking crazy. It really does boggle the mind, doesn't it? And you know, the thing is, is our neighbors are so grateful. They're like, you have no idea how much damage those skunks do. I'm like, really? You think I don't know? I've been here for two years. I'm very aware already how much damage they do. It's insane. I just don't know where all these skunks come from. That's the part that I'm like, where are they living? Oh, God. You know what? What has my life become? I swear to God. I sit around every once in a while. I go, we moved here deliberately this is the same woman that wants goats and and lambs and i want a sheep i want lamb yes i know i know and i thought about it myself because i and i always tell daryl i'm like well first i need to learn how to shoot a shotgun second we need very large animals to protect them we need a llama and he's going through all and and i said we need fencing he said well what about the actual lambs i'm like yeah that's like the last thing you have to get because i don't want to deal with coyotes or mountain lions birds of prey i mean i just don't rattlesnakes and all i mean if i i swear to god the first time i have to shoot and kill something that's furry you'll be lucky if you shoot it and kill it you might just end up shooting and not <laughs> you know, missing i'll take rifle lessons i'll learn how to shoot a rifle i am gonna learn how to shoot a rifle i'm not afraid well i'm not afraid either but my yeah. reasons for shooting are not for wildlife Mines are if someone comes into my house, I'm gonna well true stick it in their stomach and then shoot because that is true. That, that'll be the only way I can guarantee that you know You'll I've, hit them. I've actually shot them. <laughs> it's so true. It's like, well, I guess we're leaving now. We're moving. Come on, man. If you just can't handle only getting your ugly truth one time a week, make sure to hang out with the Uggs on their social networks. And now back to the truth. Don't call it a coming back. I've been here for years. So, all right, Paula's world. So I hope that your extended rest and recovery is helping. Yes. I know you're still on the mend, but you are improving. Yes, I'm definitely improving. Things are uh, on the up and up. Good. And so uh, I appreciate everyone's patience. You know what? Listen, some people have other burdens to bear. 
health is one of those ones that unfortunately you drew the short card. So everybody has their thing. Some people have, you know, lots of kids or sick parents mm -hmm. or everybody's got their own burden, whatever it is. And yours happens to be that you're, you know, not the most healthy person and it comes, it ebbs and flows. Yes. It ebbs and flows just like that anything. That is true. And you know, my hat's off to people who do podcasts like daily or know, right? multiple times a week because we only do ours once a week. But even at that, I mean, it's sometimes it's difficult to find just the time to sit down for the two hours or however well, long it takes us. Not only that, but I mean, it's, I mean, I don't know about you, but I am constantly thinking about the next show. So to be in that virtual vortex of daily thinking, I mean, finishing a show and then immediately starting to think about the next show the next day. Yeah. That would be no oh, longer God. fun. I, I'd have to be on like constant anxiety. I mean, I'm already on constant anxiety medication, but I mean, <laughs> I'd have to like up the dose because. Well, it's just, it becomes a job, which, you know, what a great way to live well, your life. Yeah, that's different. I mean, if, if that's, you know, how you make your income, I mean, our, right. we make a couple bucks here or there doing our show, which we're very appreciative for. Always. But, you know. We're not like paying anyone's salaries by any means to do no. our our show. Not yet. Poor producer Dub. <laughs> I know, and he you know what? Paid with nothing. He never gets a break. Like even if I take time off, or you know, well, you've not ever taken time off, but he's always having to produce the show. Yeah, but he, you know what? Luckily, he truly enjoys it because he really misses that part of his life where he used to do the production and the the mic stuff. I mean, he really does. It fulfills something. One of the reasons he got into radio is because of that part of it. So the fact that he gets to do it regularly, he loves it. Like he's always excited about, I'm going to, I'm going to produce new sweepers the next week. It's where I'm going in the studio to do it. Da, 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 oh, that's he good. loves it. Good. Yeah. So luckily for us, he, he doesn't, you know, he does enjoy it. It's, definitely um not a burden for him so well, that's good so yeah, it is good as i mentioned i'm now identifying myself as a japanese woman yes i have also decided to throw my hat in the political ring and <laughs> i will be running for president of the united states yeah well you might as well alongside of uh, everybody else that's <laughs> yes running. including donald trump i swear to god i you know i don't know what it is about him you know what he reminds me of those I'm trying to think of someone. I don't really know anybody like him in my life. <laughs> well, there's nobody else like Donald Trump. He's such a blowhard. And the thing is, is I don't know if he believes his own bullshit even. That's the thing. That's why he's so unconvincing to me is I think he knows he's somewhat of a parody of himself. I think he realizes he's not that legit. And that's why he can't sell it. I think he teeters on, I mean, there's no doubt that he's been successful, but yes. I think he teetered on either being really successful or like pushing a shopping cart down the street. It's very extreme. Right. And yes. so that's kind of how I think, you know, Donald Trump, like he kind of like, you know, artists, you know, they, they create like Van Gogh made this beautiful painting, but then like cut off his ear and sent it to someone right. or something like that. You know, it's just these people that are a little out there. You know, I listened to him speak and he, he's, you know, he may be brilliant when it comes to making decisions about real estate, right? but he does, he, it's like, he refuses to listen to anybody. He has no advisors and yet he thinks that everyone should listen to him. But he doesn't, he's not eloquent. He's not sophisticated. He 
just is like a used car salesman or something. He just doesn't yeah. appeal to me as someone who could legitimately help anything, even if he was taking himself seriously, which even though he says he is, I don't think he truly is. And I can't imagine that anybody, I mean, when he was doing that, uh, when he was announcing his presidency, he's like, I'm going to, I'm the best jobs president God ever made, like ever, you know? I mean, that's something like a 15 year old kid would say. It's so yeah. immature and so dumb. Honestly, he might be throwing his hat in the ring just because, I mean, look, Why not? At, look at the options. Yeah, I mean, I know. we've got, so we've got Jeb. <laughs> I don't understand. You know what? It's like Jeb is a um, product of the black sheep of the family in the sense that, you know, you're the leftover crap that nobody really wanted in the family and it's like well we didn't know you were coming along so uh jeb we'll name you after our great grandpa jeb and we'll put you in we'll put you in florida and that's the worst part about it is is like you know he was governor of florida like 10 years ago or something and yes, i'm and just that's like, something to be proud of but it's, isn't it? and i feel bad because i know we have a lot of listeners in florida and so i mean yeah. ex excusing those listeners Yes. And every time I see a wayward headline or something like that, it always <laughs> happens in Florida. I know. And I'm like, geez. And if I lived there, I'd be like, come on, people. Enough people. I don't know what it is about Florida. Florida as a whole is kind of like, um, it's kind of like our Stockton of the nation. It's just so Jeez. odd and crime ridden. I mean, and I know that's a generalization. I know people who grew up in Stockton and they're shocked and appalled by what it looks like now. You take the good with the bad, but I mean, yeah. it just unfortunately seems like there's more odd or peculiar that comes Very out unusual. of Florida than, you know, other yeah. states, but really weird. I don't know. So, yes, it it will it, I think you stand a chance. Honestly, I really do. <laughs> yeah, I, I really think do. you might once I actually might figure out how uh, how it all works, how I <laughs> sign up or whatever, then yeah. How do I sign up for this this job? How do I do this? <laughs> Is there a form I have to fill out? Yeah, cuz uh <laughs> I'll be the one weird name on the ballot that nobody knows what it is. Like, what is this weird person? I would with a parentheses to be on, honest, next to her name. I wouldn't even vote for myself. So, well, you know what? It would be funny, but don't do it. No, I'm not going to do okay, it. Okay, good. I'm not going to do it's it. Like, the first Caucasian Japanese woman ever. <laughs> God. Although Su you wouldn't be, I'm Tan. sure. Yeah, Suchin, everyone. Can you even imagine? No. <laughs> It'd be so funny. Okay, so school is is almost out for you. My uh, Malia has been out of school for about a week and a half. I know. Your kids are on a longer track because of the year-round thing. Yes, they're in year-round school. But, you know, here's the thing that drives me insane is, is they don't get out until, like the 26th so that's like yeah. next thursday or something that's long it's a really long and Arduous. here's the thing between now and then ryan has three field trips mm -hmm. they have one movie day at the school mm. one of the field trips they're going to the movies there's a minimum day in there somewhere mm. they're having like you know an ice cream party and in both classrooms <laughs> That's a lot of partying. And I'm just like, okay, let's just call it already then, you know? Yeah, like, what are we doing? Let's just let the year... Because I, honestly, I don't want to get up at, you know, 6.30 every day to take my five-year-old to school for three hours if she's just going to ice cream to party. have an ice cream party at seven seven forty in the morning 
That's and then that I get to pick her ridiculous. up at eleven, and she when can, she's completely sugared and she'll out. drive me insane for the rest of the day. You yeah, know? until she conks out. Th- that's the thing with the end of the school year. Teachers have thrown in the towel, and parents have as well. And you know, those, those there's those couple of teachers who just refuse to cave in to the fun. Yes. You know, they're the they're the ones that say, I do not want to see one yearbook sitting out on anyone's desk. You save that for recess. I mean, they're they're super strict. Like our reading, our day has not ended, people. You know, there's those and then there's the extreme is like, I don't really care. Do you guys want to watch Clifford or something? Yeah, I mean right. I mean, what do you want to do? Because I'm done. I'm I'm checking my Facebook now. The other thing is is Olivia literally has and I'm guessing the teachers should have been doing this on like a monthly basis or semi-monthly basis during the whole year, mm-hmm. but they're doing star student projects. Okay. So they have to bring on a poster board, pictures of things that they like, oh, pictures of the themselves. student of the week. Yes. Yeah. Yes. But it's not the star student of the week. It's just we got an email saying the week of the 11th through the 18th or whatever Every, everyone's going to be presenting their star student stuff, your papers and your your child's backpack. And we got it like last week. I don't get, you know, usually that's something that they introduce like at the preschool meeting where school hasn't even started yet. And they say, okay, you will get this life-size body shape of your child and right. they have to fill it in, you know, that is not usually what it is. Cause yeah, I remember and all so our kids we're to supposed to bring in pictures on this little poster board. They can decorate right. it how they want. They have to bring an item from home So there's like three things that are involved and I'm to the point where I'm like, look, I'm pretty (laughs) sure that report cards have been done by now. And so I'm not positive that we'll be doing this star student because I don't want to. I don't want to go to the dollar store and buy at this level stupid things and waste money. And for what? Because you literally bring it in and they send it home with you that day. Open house was like last week. And we'll be really excited when school ends for good and you're not sending them off. And I'm not sending them off today. Pseudo birthday parties for two weeks. They're going to Leatherbees today in Ryan's class. That's that's their education. We had to pay for something and then he wanted an extra or no, today they're going to the movies. I forget. Uh, I think they're going to Leatherbees next week. I don't really remember, but I'm just like, (laughs) geez, you know, it's quite a social life. Well, it's just ridiculous. I'm like, can we just let school be over then? Yeah, if, can if we just stop? All with they're the gonna parties? do is, you know, spend my money and go play. Dick around and do nothing. <laughs> I mean Okay, so the internet, obviously with the Donald Trump thing, but the internet has I don't and see the thing that concerns me is according to articles that I read, the algorithms of Facebook, uh, based on what you look at or read is what kind of feed you're going to start seeing your cookies. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. If you go read some random, you know, like today I read an article about how to love your flat butt. I don't know why I read it, but I thought it was ridiculous (laughs) is why I read it. Don't have a flat butt. I know. That's why I read it. I'm like, why would anybody should send me the link? I need to learn to love my flat butt. Yes, yeah, so I clicked on it and I'm like, what? And it's like, high waisted shorts. Yeah, this isn't for me. So I went, so I went back. But now what I've started to, the reason I say that is I'm starting to get all these really freak show type articles show up. Like, I saw the armless man throwing out the first pitch <laughs> article. 
And it disgusted me because he eats with his feet. And now he's standing in dirt throwing things with it. He couldn't and have at least so... had a shoe on the other one, or did he? I don't no, remember. No, he was barefooted. I, I just when you posted that, I was like, I don't, I don't even want to like. <laughs> it gives me like a lump in my throat. Like it's so icky. Yeah, but not, I am not sorry in that, like the sentimental way. Listen, I'm sorry that he's armless. Okay, that's I a that's too. a rough that's a rough go of it. It is really. I can't imagine. <laughs> no, but why would... are we putting him on a mound and throwing things? Like a like a like a weird creature, it's unusual. I don't understand. But how do you feel? I mean, how do you think the pit or the catcher felt? He's like, oh, oh shit! Oh my god! I catch this freaking ball, and I mean, I, mean, I would wear a latex uh, glove. <laughs> I would. Paula, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. it. I'd be like, you know what? I'm out. I, I'm sorry. I've, there's a limit well, to and what it I was can Giants do. Giants game, so I was like, I wonder if that's it Buster was. Posey. <gasps> no, they usually have some little. Nobody do it. Like usually, the, the AAA backup. Person. Yeah, it's usually somebody that that does practice. You know, I've or never seen who sits in the bullpen and catches those pitches. Catches it for the pitch exactly. So I don't know, but I saw that and I went, you know what? Why are we doing this to ourselves? And why am I getting this picture on my Facebook page as a feed, like as a, as a news feed? <laughs> like really? And then you know, you mentioned it, and I saw it about how women are, you know, in protest are growing out their armpit hair. What is that? It's it's equally as distasteful as the leg, the armless man throwing a baseball. Why? No, Why are we doing I this? I disagree because the armless man, he didn't lop off his arms, you know. Was and, he born that way? Did you read the article? I didn't read the article, but okay. I mean, how else would someone end up armless? <laughs> you know? I don't I mean, know. God, Paula, do you think he has armpit hair? Can you imagine what that must look like? Are there nubs or is it like flat against his body? I didn't. I, you wow, know, I probably you know should I have delved to read that. I wonder if he's got little tufts. Well, I'm positive the article didn't highlight whether or not he had <laughs> armpit hair. But I know, but it just reminded me. I just thought about it. Oh, yeah. I'd make him wear a t-shirt a lot or something or a, ca- a casing of some kind. You could wax it or I mean, I'm telling you, we are huge WWE <laughs> fans and I've rarely seen body hair on any of those people. Well, they so. they wax that shit. And those are some big men to be waxing. You know what? I immediately go to a dark place when I think about the man with no arms. He could never do any kind of normal sex. Like he'd have to have like a like a holster or something if you wanted to do it missionary. Because he wouldn't be able to do it otherwise. He'd look like a worm. Most men look like worms. They yeah, just but they have arms to hold themselves up. It doesn't look any sexier, Jamie. <laughs> Paula, would you let an armless man lay on top of you and wiggle? I'm pretty sure I've done it with ceiling mirrors before and it did nothing okay. for me. Listen, listen, I've done that too. And it was so grotesquely heinous. <laughs> Because they're not, you know, because those mirrors are warped a little bit. They're not like like super flattering mirrors. And I'm right. like, okay, we we simply cannot continue in this process. <laughs> but to have a man who has no arms to hold himself up on you and just like squirm on you on top, that would be weird. Well, there's that special on TLC where the guy literally had no arms and no legs. <sighs> I know. And he uses the wall to wash his hair. Did you see that? I saw him use the wall to like rub his shirt off his body. And he has, I saw he, and he's, I think he's married. He is married to a very pretty woman. She's beautiful. Very beautiful. And you know what? Look, I'm not saying there's any, I mean, look, I'm not 
it's not that. I'm just I, I immediately start thinking about how I would cope. Like if Daryl lost his limbs, like what would I what would I be willing to do? Yes, if he just came home one day and said, I, "I'm sorry, I've lost my arms and my legs." Like how would we function? <laughs> I immediately well, put myself do with in this? that place and be like, "Well, I'm I'm going to hang you on the wall." <laughs> I just don't. And I will know. call you Art. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, it's not that I'm making fun. I literally start thinking about how I would cope, I think, is what happens. That's why I ask myself these questions. I've thought about those questions before. When Victor was in Iraq and Afghanistan, the potential of him getting blown apart or blown up or, you know, severely burned or something like that. I mean, those are all things that I thought about. You have to think of it. You have to consider it. Yeah. It's true. I remember reading a story about a man that's like, like... 80% 80% of his body was covered in burns and his face just Ugh. looked like a, a thumb. Wow. And it just... Did he have a wife? Yeah. And they went on to have another baby. Well, look, once once the love is there, sometimes those things don't matter to people who have true hearts. You know, it, whether they... I mean, I would never... I, I told Daryl, I said, look, if I ever got eye cancer, because, you know, I have freckles in my eye. And, I, and they had to remove my eyeballs. Would you still love me? And he goes, well, of course I would. I said, no, seriously, now think about what you're saying, because I'm going to look weird. Well, you know? I mean, you can get glass eyeballs and put them in there. We've discussed that. We have discussed that. You yes, make him but- have conversations like that. Yes. What is I wrong with you? Why? What does it change? Does I want to know where the line is. I want to know where I have to start relying on my mother. Like what, what level I are think we at? The line is, is, you know, I don't know, cheating, you know, <laughs> those kinds of things. But, you know, physical abnormal abnormalities. <laughs> I, I don't think you have a concern with Daryl. Well, true. And, you know, for the most part, I can't think of anything physical that would make me want to not take care of him. Unless his wiener so. got cut off. Well, then we'd have to have a discussion about things. <laughs> I knew it. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Okay, so the armpit hair thing. Now, from what I read, and I don't know how accurate this is, but from what I read, that women are doing this like kind of like in protest, like it's a feminism thing. Oh, I thought and, it was a fad. Okay, maybe I misunderstood. Well, it, I mean, it could be both. Who cares? You know, who knows? Either way, I'm not participating in it. You know, back in the 60s, women were burning bras. I can get behind that. But I'm not growing out my hair. It's not happening. And I don't care if it's a societal thing. I don't care what it is. But if I don't shave for a day, I feel like I've been camping. And that's just not acceptable for me. I mean, I can go a cup because I'm pretty light haired. And so I can go like maybe two. But by the third day, you know, I I need to shave. So every other day, I guess you can say. The first time I saw a hair pop out under my arm when I was like 12 years old. I couldn't get it shaved off fast enough. I hated it. You really? I, hate, I just didn't, you know, I just, what it's so, to me, it was so unattractive. And, you know, the idea that smell gets stuck in there with hair and. But you know what? Even if I let mine grow, I don't mm-hmm. think mine would be that thick. And not only that, but you're blonde. And so your, your hair probably. My leg hair be, is black. Your, your pit hair might not be though. Is it? Well, it's not light. Okay, you know what? You do the experiment. You let your hair grow out and you let me know. I'm not going to do that. Okay, well, that's what I'm saying. I'm very passionate about it. I'm not 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 shaving. I just was uh, shocked that women were growing it out and then they were dyeing it. Because I'm just like, why? Why? The troll blue. Yeah, it looked like one of those troll dolls. 
Yes, it, I don't get it either. And I mean, we've talked about we talked about this about a year ago, where women in Seattle were dyeing their hair like punk rock pink or like turquoise blue. And that predominantly it had to be mostly skin because no, I mean, even if you're an incredibly hairy woman, you know, you're still a woman. Your hair isn't going to be like a man's. Well, I mean, look at women with eyebrows. They still fill those in. I mean, there's hair. I have to. I have no hair. I have hardly any eyebrow hair. Okay. So I, Mm. I don't either, but I do need to get mine waxed just because they need to be shaped. And that I do. I've come to realize something about my eyelids. I, my eyelids are starting to sag. <gasps> like our moms. Yes. You're going to get an eye job. Because uh, I'm just like, because I, on Instagram, I um, follow all of these makeup artists. And right. I keep looking at all these different, like, eyeshadow techniques and things like that. And I'm like, oh, that's really pretty. And then when I go to do it, I'm just like, I don't have enough lid. Like, I just, mm. I've run out. <laughs> and Lid or brow? Well, and that's the other thing, too, is, is like, I don't think I can get, like, arched brows anymore. You probably could, but then your eyebrows would be really, really thin, like, really skinny brows right. to get more brow. I see. The point I is, see. everything's starting to fall down. Well, you know, mom got an eye lift. Man, she must have been 50 when she got her eye lift. She did get one? Oh, yeah. Double. She's a very, this is, our mother has had plastic surgery and she's all in, by the way. Well, you know, do it. They'll medically do it at a certain age if you start to lose like vision. Yes, I I did. We, uh, Daryl and I have a family friend, oh, not a family friend, but Daryl and I have a friend that we worked with who had to absolutely get an eye lift. It was a gentleman Mm -hmm. because it was obstructing his view. Now she, it's so funny. Our mom will say, you know, I started to realize that, you know, I was having an obstruction like watching television or my glasses or whatever. And I'm not saying she's lying because she doesn't really lie. But I also know that she was definitely all in for the cosmetic purpose. Like she's told me, well, yeah. hey, if you have, you know, because I have a scar below my bikini line from when I was very young from some surgery. She's like, and then you even said it yourself, go in there. And just get it fixed. Do and then it. while you're there, get a tummy tuck, you know, yeah. because it's medically nest quote unquote, it's medically necessary. And so that's how she got her nose job and her eye lift, her double eye lift. Right. Yeah. And she doesn't look surprised. It's very natural. Yeah. Like you would never even know that she had one. So maybe you should do it. <laughs> I, there's so many things <laughs> I need to do to myself. I, do, I don't even know where to begin anymore. <laughs> just start at the top and work your way down. I was thinking about that because I've been watching that show Botched. On uh, I love Botched because I love Terry Dubrow and I, I actually know, you love Doctor. Hates her. Stephanie hates the Dubrows like a lot. Shut up. Why? I love them. I don't know, but I love Terry and She's Heather. She's probably <laughs> jealous because they're no, happy. I don't remember exactly what she said about them, but she really doesn't like them. I'm like, I love the Dubrows. I just I do. love Terry Dubrow. He's very that charming, is so but so funny. is Doctor. Paul Nastiff. I don't like Paul. I do like him a lot. I know you do. He looks but, like a gorilla to me. Well, he does all the nose nasal repair. He is, and see, that's weird to me. He has weird. Yeah. Anyway, well, he's good at it, and he so, is good. Well, they're um, both very good at fixing botched well, jobs. Debro is all about the boobs, and he says he's been obsessed with boobs since he can remember. What a so, shock! So he's he he loves to play with boobs, and mm. so well, then he's um, definitely in the right business. At least when I'm watching their show, when they go in for their consultations, mm-hmm. the doctors don't assume 
what is <laughs> what needs to be done. They let the patient tell them, like, right. you know, so what is it that you're here for today? Because, I mean, I'm sure in their mind they're looking at this person. They've sliced and diced them like a thousand different ways. Exactly. I'm sure that's the first thing they teach you in plastic surgery school is don't make any assumptions. <laughs> yeah, really? <laughs> so and are you here for your nose? Well, no. Why? Wanted to, uh, <laughs> you know, I have webbed feet. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, but. That's so funny. I guess whenever I decide to, uh, you know, get enough money and go down and have Dr. Debro or Dr. N Actually, I'd probably start with Dr. Nastif. I'd um, probably do, your, do your a nose and, nose right. and chin. I never thought about your chin as an issue. I don't have one. That's why it's not an issue. <laughs> well, you don't look like a thumb or anything. I do. I look like a worm. <sighs> I have to make a conscious effort to stick my neck out. <laughs> one of the best ways to feel pretty at any moment is to master the ugly truth lip and clip. To do that, the Uggs know you have to have the right stuff and be ready for anything. So get yourself inside the Ugly Mall at UglyTruth.com and click on our Avon link to shop for high-quality makeup and beauty supplies, all at great deals. Plus, every time you buy something, you'll be helping out the show. So thanks. And now back to the Ugly Truth. thousand dollars to take a makeup class from kim kardashian's makeup artist i would rather eat glass than do something like that what? i you know what so okay. i don't give a rat's ass what kim kardashian looks like <laughs> it's her contouring it's the makeup because she doesn't look like that in real life and it's all smoke and mirrors and so this guy's like i will teach you how to do it and so um another freaking link on my facebook feed and they did like a super fast version. So I did it and I did look different and I didn't look weird. It was so funny. But you have to have like a palette of skin tones and a palette or and a, and a, and a long array of brushes. And it's it's very sophisticated. Isn't but it time you, consuming? Well, you know, I do everything like super fast. I don't take my time doing anything when it comes to stuff like that. So and how did you get it, all the dark makeup? Did well, you use I have bronzer? A, I have a dark bronzer oh, okay. and, and I'm, you know, we're so pale, you know, right. really. So I did it and ultimately it wasn't perfect, but it did look, I did look different and in a good way, not in a bad way. I didn't right. look like a clown or some fool look like Grace Jones looking. It looked definitely contoured and, and natural. And I'm like, well, the thing is, is that I've heard, I've talked to people who actually met Kim Kardashian and sh they say she's just absolutely stunning in person, but she's also very smoothed out with, you know, fillers well, I mean, and she's whatever. She's really pretty. I mean, that's, she is beautiful. you know, but I mean, she also has a good foundation to start with, you know, I mean, she has, she's so not ugly without, I've seen her right. without makeup on and she's not, she's not ugly. She's very pretty. She is pretty, but the amount of work that they put into her to look camera ready at any angle is probably where it is. Cause I mean, you can have a bad angle if you're anybody, anyone who's beautiful can look horrific if they're taken photos or taken funny. So I think her thing is they have set it up so that no matter where she is or what, where she's looking, she looks perfect. And that is hard to accomplish. I would never pay a thousand dollars to have anybody teach me how to do anything. I wouldn't like care that. if I had a bad angle. I mean, if someone posted a picture, it'd be like, "Look at Paula," you know, and like being all mm. wormy. I'd be like, "Yep, got me. <laughs> that was a bad one." Uh, see, now you know what I do is I may start making phone calls. 
delete that immediately or we are through. I, I mean, I, I, I can't tell you how many times I've threatened people. I could care. I'd take the Amy Schumer approach. I would just not <laughs> give a shit. Well, you don't. And that's good. That's good. Maybe it's maybe that's why I'm so vain. I'm just. Oh, I, are you kidding me, Jamie? I spend hundreds of dollars on Avon a year. Yeah. You know, trying to try different like, you know, eyeshadow things or lipstick and and you know trying to match like what what kind of clothes i am and my jewelry i mean i definitely put put forth the effort to try whenever you know the occasion comes up so i mean you're just not gonna concern yourself with the bad photo but if it a bad photo happens be like well you know it is what it is (laughs) people who love me know that's not who i am or or they'll know that's exactly who i am (laughs) and unfortunately i'm the only one that doesn't believe it so Oh, God. Um, Okay, so finally, Miley Cyrus is walking around saying that she's bisexual. She doesn't know what she is. She's like 20 years old. She's like a gazelle. She's a really weird gazelle. To me, and I I don't know if this is confirmed or anything, but this is just what my perspective is. She's like a cokehead. And she doesn't know what she is. She's asexual right now because she's probably so coked out of her mind. She doesn't even have sex. I don't really know. know. I just know that she's she's starting to bring women as her dates for events. And she's just a stunt. She's claiming that she told her mom she was bisexual when she was 14. And interestingly, and this came out about a day after Kristen Stewart was confirmed that she is now with a woman. Which is, she is the dumbest gay. thing I've ever heard in my life because she Did- was the one that cheated on her boyfriend with a married man. Right. But but now suddenly she wants to lick snatches. Listen, everybody for years has claimed that Kristen, Kristen whatever her name is, uh, Stewart, was gay. And that all of this other stuff was kind of um, a screen for her real choices. I had read that for a long time. I mean, she's not that old, so it hasn't been forever. And it's not like she's, you know, 60 or something. But she is now dating a woman confirmed by her mother, of all things. You know how, would, how angry I would be if my mom confirmed something for me? It just makes me realize how stupid people are. It doesn't matter what you do for a living. You can be Donald Trump or you can be Kristen Stewart. You're dumb if you just don't handle your shit right. I just don't get it. But so now apparently being a lesbian is the cool thing now in Hollywood. So I wonder how many other people will be suddenly be lesbian or bisexual for the year. But, you know, it's funny, like regular people, they don't try these fads. They don't send. It's not like, you know, no. suddenly I, I'm going to be like, Jamie, I'm I'm bisexual. <laughs> no, you're just Asian. <laughs> I think I'm going to be bisexual this summer. I don't know. I just find it, I mean, I guess I find it a bit offensive (laughs) in some ways if I cared enough to, you know, make it a thing. Personally, I find it a little sad that, you know, they have to do that to try to stay relevant. Relevant. Yeah. I don't like it. And what about all these poor girls that they're hiring to walk around with? I mean, they just look so like you don't think they're literally little puppies and purses. You don't think they're doing anything. Oh, I don't know. I, I have no idea, nor do I care, but just it's just the image that they're projecting. You know, these these sad little girls who are probably getting paid and, you know, they're just the little the little uh, puppy until they're bored with them and they move on to the next thing. Who knows? Well, it's a choice. I mean, they don't have to be choice. doing that, so. No, they don't. But, you know, when you're getting your picture taken with Miley Cyrus for, you know, a month or for the summer, Rose, you know. I'd rather die than have my picture taken with Miley Cyrus. 
She always makes that face that Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes makes where he sticks his face, his tongue out and does that. You know, I know. She's and always she just doing looks, that. And she looks really smelly. She just looks dumb. I just, just I wouldn't, it, you know, they'd be like, oh, hey, there's Smelly Cyrus. Do you want to take a picture with me? I'd be like, no, thanks. No, <laughs> no, I don't want her smelly pits near me. Really? Gross. No, thanks. Speaking of smelly pits, Father's Day is this weekend. Yes, it is. Are you guys having any plans? I said to Victor yesterday, I said, we need to have a discussion about Father's Day. Okay. He said, okay. I said, <laughs> dun, dun, dun. it's been a, a little crazy of a month. Yes. Uh, the finances aren't in the best place right now. Sure. I said, if Father's Day was next weekend, <laughs> it would be a lot better. But... So you're, you're pushing it off a week? <laughs> no. Oh. So we're going to just have to get creative, I guess, with our Father's Day. We'll do the breakfast, you know. The gifts are, we're going to have to figure that out. And then I don't know what we'll do in the afternoon, but. Father's Day is a little different than Mother's Day. Well, um, that's what Victor said. He says Father's Day is not like Mother's Day. And I'm like, it's that's not, not fair. Well, you can feel that way if you want to. But I, to me, Father's Day is. You know, I mean, you kind of, the way I look at it is you put in as much effort to Father's Day as they did in becoming one, you know, give them, you know, give them some beer or their favorite beverage, a barbecue and, you know, let them watch something that they really like to watch and call it a day. You know, I mean, I'm not saying that it's not important. It is important, but I mean, we're not going crazy. We are going to see Daryl's dad up in Reno. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to. We actually suggested it. Daryl really wanted to spend Father's Day with his dad this year. So we're going to go up early on Sunday, have a brunch, late brunch type thing, you know, probably drink some alcohol and you know, just hang out and have a good time. And then we'll go home because Daryl's got to work on Monday. But it, I mean, so we're doing that. But, I mean, other than that, it's not like we're having a big – we're not buying gifts or anything. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. We'll get them a card. But yeah. at some level, it's like what what is it that they – you know, when they get to a certain point, you know, when you're both adults and you're celebrating Father's Day, it's not like with kids, you know, at what point do you buy them gifts? I mean, they have everything usually by that point. And you know what I was just thinking about and, you know, between all the activities at school – I mm -hmm. haven't heard one child mention that they're making a Father's Day gift. Like <laughs> the teachers, you know, they always do these special things for Mother's Day. But, you know, school's still right. in session right now. And Father's Day is this weekend. And yes. I have they're going to Leatherby's. I have. Yeah. Right. Or the or the park or the movies. Yeah. I mean, no offense, because, you know, if you're if you're lucky enough to have a really great dad then celebrate it for sure because sure. there are, you know any asshole can be a father but to be a really good one is is quite a privilege so kudos if you if you are a great dad or you have one very happy for you agreed yes well it's probably time for our ugly and awkward moment of the week I'm always, not always, but I've mentioned a time or two where my family treats me like I have dementia or, right? you know, <laughs> like there's just something, you know, oh, mom, you know, like I'm, I'm yes. just, you know, the bumbling fool. Mm. And so I was walking around the house the other day in my nightgown. Oh. And I was really tired. And so... I don't know why. Have you ever done that thing where you're you're talking and you look at something and you say the word that you're looking at 
but you, yes. oh, you don't yes. mean to say that. And so yes. I walk into the living room and I was looking for my cell phone. And so I walk into the living room and I said, has anyone seen my pants? <laughs> so they all just stopped and started laughing at me. But I was looking at the laundry basket, you Ooh. know, that had like a pair of pants in there or something. I'm like, and then I stopped and I'm like, why did I say that? I'm like, <laughs> I, I didn't want to say that. I mean, I'm like, I don't need pants. I need my cell phone. I said, has anyone seen my cell phone? And now they're looking at you going, Mom? I know. Oh, God. You know, you're just getting a head start on old age. It's terrible, though. I don't want to be that person. (sighs) You're not that person. You're not. You know, you're like like we discussed at the beginning. You are recovering. (laughs) It is what it is. It's you will improve. You know, your wit and your your sharpness will return. I sure hope so. It's going to. You're better now. I mean, this is the best you've sounded to me. In yeah. a while. So, I mean, I'm, I'm just, thrilled to death. I don't want to be that person walking around asking where my <laughs> pants are. I mean, that's just... I know. I know. Terrible. It's terrible. It's true. Oh, by the way, I you know what I was going to mention? It has nothing to do with anything other than being irritated, which mm-hmm. reminded me. Princess Diaries 3 is, is in the works. <laughs> How many diaries does she have? Well, this is my thought on the process. The fact... Well, there's two, obviously. But I think the reason that she's going to sign up for this is because she... Everyone hates her. And when well. she was a Disney girl... She was beloved. Every, that's how she got famous is everyone thought she was so aloof and sweet and, you know, all this stuff. Well, she was. She has, yeah. She's got to go back to the well, man, because the whole singing crap and, you know, all that other garbage did nothing to her. Well, did they're nothing the ones that gave her a stupid award. I mean. Oh, God, I know. But now she's, you know, perpetually she's, been vacationing in Hawaii for like the last two years. Yeah, because so. everyone hates her guts and nobody wants to see her on screen anymore because she's just. Know. I just don't. I mean, do you like her? Uh, I liked her in some movies, but... Well, The Devil Wears Prada, I didn't even like her in that, but I just loved Meryl Streep so bad and Emily Blunt that I dealt with her. Yeah, I guess maybe that's kind of how... No, I actually... I thought she was pretty compelling in that movie. I liked her. Now, like... She had shitty friends, though. And I'm so glad she broke up with that entourage guy. Ugh, he was awful. What a jerk. He has such nice eyes, but... Yeah, you know what? He is handsome, but he has... His face is kind of small and scrunched up, kind of like a cat. So it's... But his eyes are very blue. Her one friend, though, she was super judgy. And I'm just like, Oh, her token black friend? (laughs) Yeah. Yes. Oh, and then she also had a token gay friend, too. Yeah, I mean, that's like pretty... Gosh. Yeah. They were stereotypical. It's like building a dollhouse. (laughs) So... She's going back to the well. The Princess Diaries 3. She's got to do be something. Well, well, I mean, yeah, I, I, I was just thinking about her the other day because I'm just like, you know, I haven't seen or heard of her mm-hmm. working on any movies. But you know what? I was thinking the same thing about Leonardo DiCaprio, too. He, I just, you know what? I almost posted a link to your Facebook page about a week or so ago. He is knee deep in his uh, do-gooder work do-gooder work oh okay you know he bought an island as you know okay and it's going to be a destination and most of the proceeds will go to whatever thing he's into i think it's environment yes he's very big he's a big environmentalist yes he is puffy and has a beard and a man bun Still, but you know, whatever. He's he's not doing any work. Maybe he'll move on to politics. You never know. Okay, so sorry, Daryl. I haven't done my ugly and awkward. (laughs) Okay, what's yours? (laughs) Okay, so we are dealing with this skunk situation, but during the day, it had been, you know, I should have known something was going to happen because there had been some odd interactions with, with creatures. 
I was in the bathroom getting ready to take a shower and there was a spider in the shower and I didn't see it. Oh my God. Yeah. And it wasn't small. Oh my God. I know, Paula, seriously. And <laughs> do you know, do you know how awkward a naked woman looks when she's freaking out, especially trying wet. to get out of a shower? Sweat. Ugh. Yes. I tripped. I didn't fall naked or anything Thank like that. God. But I backed up, which was my first mistake, was backing up out of the shower. But I, I backed up, got out, turned, and ran, rammed my leg right into a drawer that had been open. Ooh. Because my freaking makeup drawer is just overflowing because I got my Avon, by the oh. way. Oh, good. So I had it open and I'm like, you know, I really need to clean out my makeup drawer. It's really overflowing with things that I'll never use again. So it was open because... Apparently, I just don't shut drawers, and I ran right into it, and the spider was still in the shower. I'm like, okay, how am I going to deal with this? So now it's well, up won't into- Won't it rinse down the drain? That would require me to get into the shower and grab the, the shower head and turn it to where the spider was, which was now at the crease of the ceiling in the wall. <gasps> so I'm not going to go back in there, because what if it jumps on me? Right. So I'm like, all right, so I get the toilet brush, because I think, well, you know what I'll do? I'll just sanitize the shower. After I use the toilet brush and I will brush it down and then it'll rinse down into the thing. And then I'll use lots of chemicals so that I make sure that it's dead inside the drain. So I get the toilet brush. Now, my toilet brush looks like a giant Q-tip. It's not one of the round ones. Okay. So I go in there. Now, I'm still naked and wet. So I go in there and I start to like flick it. Well, it has turned itself into the tiniest of things and it literally isn't getting touched by the toilet brush. Oh, God. I know. So not not only am I hurting, and you should see this bruise, by the way. Not oh, only am I in pain, imagine. I'm upset and angry and nude on top of everything else. Did you squirt so, it with something like hairspray or? I, ha I have aerosol. I don't even have anything like pump wise. So I found a bottle of water and I flung the water and I tagged it perfectly and it fell down but then it started running fast so I had to like I was screaming I'm like ah! I'm sure it became a magilla and it's like why can't I just not be afraid but I can't I can't not be afraid I'm genuinely afraid of these things and so ultimately it got down and then I I poured like Drano and all kinds of stuff down this the shower and of course I kept thinking it was going to come back bigger out of the drain but I did get to complete my shower. I don't know if I would have been able to shower after that. Well, I had to at this point. I mean, I was half wet, half well, that's true. bruised and practically Were your bleeding. legs like spread as wide as possible? <laughs> that sounds so gross. But I mean, like to, away from the drain is what I'm saying. Well, the, the shower is actually a very large square, so I can actually stay away from the drain if I need to. Okay. Which is what I did. That's so. what I would have done. Whoa. Ow, God, that bruise. I can only imagine what that bruise I'll show. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. If, well, you know what? By the time you see it, it'll be yellow because, you know, it takes me forever to heal. Me too. But if it's so. anything like the ones I get in the middle of the night, because I can't <laughs> seem to walk from my bed to the bathroom without impaling my thigh on my... <laughs> I hate it. Every night. And I've just been so clumsy. And I know it's because I'm PMSy. I know I'm, I'm, I'm sure gonna start my period like any second. And so I'm just looking around going, you know, I really shouldn't be handling knives. I shouldn't be driving right now. I mean, I'm such a mess. That's how I was I the other it. day. I dropped a pair of scissors on my feet and I'm just like, <laughs> I'm lucky I it didn't stab me. Oh man. Yeah, you are. But and they Jeez. were the kitchen scissors, like you know, oh. the like the the chicken cutting shearer kind. <gasps> You could have done some real damage. I know. 
but I'm glad you didn't. It was just Jeez bizarre. So. Well, other than that, let's just say congratulations to the Golden State Warriors. After 40 or 37 years, they brought home a title. So now we have world champion baseball and basketball in Northern California. Yay! Yeah, Where are they you know from, anyway? Golden State? Oakland. I mean, oh, oh okay. Yay! Yeah, it's Oakland. <laughs> Yay, sports! Exactly. Yay, sports! Yes, yeah, so there you go. Wow, we're starting to monopolize all of the... Uh stuff i know you know nothing of the baseball basketball i mean and i didn't i don't really follow it i we used to a long time ago and um dad used to take me to see the golden state warriors when i was like 13 12 13 14 years old i actually performed at a halftime event during a golden state warriors game as a cheerleader that was really fun actually i remember it so well but I don't really, you know, unfortunately know much. I'm kind of like a bandwagoner when it really comes to be, to basketball. I just, you know, maybe when the Kings get good again, I'll be excited. But, you know, I just don't find it. There's just not that many great players that I recognize anymore. They're all old men now. So I know LeBron James and I know Stephen Curry and that's pretty much it. I don't know any of them, to be mm-hmm. honest. I, lo- I know Lamar Odom and I don't even think he plays. No, I think he's almost half dead from drugs. So... Yeah, he's anyway. on he's on the out right now is what I hear. Yes. But yes. hopefully not. Okay, well thank you everybody right. for joining us. It was good to be back. I appreciate everyone's patience while I took my little uh vacay and, and mm-hmm. rested. Yes. Thank you, Stephanie, for filling in for me. I hear you did fabulous and only offended just a few folks. So that's only a few. That's good news. Please keep checking out our Ugly Mall page, shop our Amazon site or our Avon site. The proceeds from there go back to the show. So that always helps us keep on doing what we're doing. Yeah. So have a great Father's Day and we'll see you next week. Bye. That's it for this week. Be sure to check out UglyTruth.com, iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, or, of course, the Ugly Truth mobile app for any past shows. And then every Sunday, you'll get a brand new episode. We truly appreciate you listening and sharing the ugly truth with your friends and family. Until next time, get all the truth you need at UglyTruth.com and stay ugly, my friends.